So we're coming to the table together. And Jane is going to give her testimony of thanksgiving for the extraordinary thing that the Lord has done in her life. Uh, Alois Putz sent me a video thing on the cell phone about a man whose daughter died in the swimming pool and she was 13 years old, eight years old, I think. And uh, the medics came and they checked the pulse and did all that. And, and she was dead and so the ambulance came. And the father, in a rage, shouted at Satan and said, You will not take my daughter! And when the, when the ambulance got to the hospital, a doctor had been called in to deal with the corpse. And he said, now where's the corpse? And the corpse walked out. Uh, and she was as bright as a button. And she says, I'm like Jesus. I've been raised from the dead. <laughs> well, Jane's also been raised from the dead. And what I like about her testimony, which I've heard, it's all muddled up with uh, the indignities and crudities of being sick in bed and, and the glory of God and the reality of the spirit are all interwoven. It's all one story, spirit, soul, and body. So here we go. We're on our way to give thanks at the table. It's her cost, Sof. I was wondering if my older daughter, elder daughter, who is now the Reverend Jacqueline Dove, gave me her cost, Sof. I'd wear a dog collar. She came out, Jacqueline came out for a week, and she and Shirley-Anne, my two daughters, the Rev and the Unrev, went to Durban on the Raz, went to Jazz, and didn't come home till two in the morning. They're 50 plus. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, the last will and testament. Oh no, sorry, of Jane. Sorry, sorry, I did, I did wrong. I did, I did do that at one time. Okay. I'm calling it my grand dress rehearsal in preparation for the opening night. Now we all have a grand opening night. That is the day we die, and the whole of heaven is there to applaud us. We finished the race, and we got the curtains widened, and the angels are there. So it's my grand dress rehearsal. I didn't, I only did the dress rehearsal, but it was very convincing dress rehearsal. We all have an appointment to keep with death. Not of all of us get a full rehearsal like I had the privilege of having every small opportunity we are graciously given to practice dying, grab with both hands and give thanks. It's a practice for the real thing. 
And it's easier to go when you've practiced and die little by little. Failures, embarrassing moments, the team, cricket team trashed on the field, thanks to be to God, Jonathan, or death to ego. Remember that pamphlet, Self on the Throne, have to get self off and put Jesus on the throne, Templehoffs, isn't that your pamphlet? Uh, it needs a lot of practice. I had lots and lots of practice. Jonathan, who has seen quite a few deathbeds, said, I was dead. I did die. I was as white as a sheet, and he couldn't see me, my breath. Kidneys were 10% function, no recovery known from 10% function. My heart, I had a fungal flap on it for some reason. Um, and I was too weak for surgery on my heart. About six specialists shook their heads and pronounced me dead. Jonathan had bought my coffin and chosen the hymns. My left arm was black and blue and hugely swollen. From all the blood they had tried to take from me. So I was sent home. I had a blood transfusion and no, it didn't work. I was confined to bed at home. Carers, now this is a different, different scenario, having to cope with carers too in your house, I promise you. It's no picnic. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether I've got baggage. I think they had baggage. I soon called the carers scarers. <laughs> now came along sleepless nights. Now my training for death really began. Think nappies. Now, Jonathan said that it was going to be basic, all right? I don't believe in these, these uh, very basic um, people, people who stand up and make us laugh, but mine is a lot of to do with nappies and stuff. I'm sorry. Think bed bath. Now, now don't think pretty bed bath. Think again, okay? <laughs> All my privacy was invaded. My home, my husband, I felt that he was prancing around two young black women, you know, and I was in bed. I was jealous, okay. Our relationship did suffer. Um, it was stretched as I felt I was losing contact with him. It was them and me. Sickness is lonely. Death is lonely. Only you are doing this thing. No one else can quite understand. Befriend the stuff coming at you. 
No amount of willpower, mind of the matter, will help. It wasn't because I was feisty. At Christmas, my family said, I had another shot of life, one, one niece. The other one said, well, have you been reincarnated? She, she's a bit wonky. So, uh, <laughs> Shirley answered, definitely not. I've been really praying she'll come back as a fluffy bunny. Now, she's my exercise bunny who's dressed me. So, Corrie ten Boom said, nestle, don't wrestle. And whatever you do, don't think it's called, think. It's called stinking thinking. The mind is a dangerous neighborhood. I try to go, I I try never to go there alone. Those who increase in knowledge increase in sorrow. Thy will, not my willpower, be done. All the whys, hows, whos. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack. You can think on that one. If you are going through your um, haystack, straw by straw, I suggest you stop. It's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This mountain shall be removed. One of my worst sufferings was I was killing Jonathan slowly. And I knew he could not really give me what I needed when I needed him most. I had to tell myself, no, don't call out, Jonathan! (laughs) So, and and the scare, uh, sorry, carers, (laughs) (laughs) when they slipped in, said one, max two calls, well that, terrified me. I just shut me up for the night. So I love making a plan. I'm a sort of MacGyver. So I fixed up a system of pulleys of Jonathan's belts and chairs on either side so I could pull myself over. You you must realize that my legs were huge. Two legs were one. They were so full of water and they were so heavy they were like two leaking old tubs hanging from my, my, my body. I couldn't move them. Put my two legs together and you got one. So I made this system whereby I could pull myself, good exercise for my arms, and roll myself over so I didn't have to call anybody. Uh, 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 uh. I, they leaked so I was wet through in my bed in the morning just from leaking leaking water coming out of my legs. So Jacqueline, my Rev daughter, flew out twice. My sister flew up from George. My sister from Marisburg came weekly. I was putting such pressure on all my beloved family. It also brought my family together. They set up a little intercom. And they became closer because of me. Interesting. Mostly my exercise bunny daughter, Shirley, who had David to worry about. A failing marriage, 
money tight, yet she came faithfully, regularly. So one time Julianne came up, she and Jonathan went to book a place at an old age her place where mum went to die so that Jonathan could have a break. So I would be with the wheelchair-bound old people. I cried to God. I put my head out the window and cried. Lord, take me across the finishing line. Let me start chapter one of my life. I'm finished with the preface. Take me home to mum and dad and all the saints. I'm going to go and see C.S. Lewis. Raise me up to live. I shouted out the window, but I had more growing to do where I was. And I was in bed, unable to move. How did I buck the system? How did I leave the specialist flummoxed? I quote, Henceforth, going forward from our conversion, when the Holy Spirit placed us into a new force field, like the magnetic field of the moon. All the force be with you. You know, look at TV programs about, you know, the force be with you. <laughs> we now we know our true and lasting life is lived in this new force field that draws us daily as a magnet. It is called the body of Christ. You law, you lot. You are new force field, the body of Christ. It has many branches. I learned, and I needed to learn this, it's not an individual or private perfection of spirituality or theology, but a body, the body of Christ. Baptized into it by the Holy Spirit, it is he who sustains it, not us. It has become more important for me to be connected than spiritually or theologically correct. The mystery of mutual indwelling is our core. In this altered state of being called the body of Christ. It then becomes the banquet we call eternal life. In Christ Jesus. When Christ is revealed and he is our life, we will be revealed in all our glory in him. At the second coming, the church becomes the beautiful bride, all dressed up for her husband. Union is finally enjoyed. What a victory for God and humanity. Don't worry about the news. It's a victory for humanity through God. So up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. I won't sing it. I was going to, but I won't. So believe, trust, enjoy such wonder 
brothers and sisters. You don't have to figure it all out. Just stay on the journey. Stay in union. Stay connected. There are no coincidences, no accidents anymore. Life unfolds. There is a big pattern that's always true. A branch cut off is only fit for the briar. Stay in the vine. Now, for something scary, I'm going to name a few twigs. That was, what, what are you looking to watch for? Um, I was going to name a few twigs from the body of Christ. And as always, I will leave some out. So please forgive me. For stardust and pure alternate ways of created communication, Alan Sylvie and Ruby. Judd, of course. For friendship and laughter and, of course, food and more food, Andrew Carr. Anne and Alois, who not only came with wonderful food, but ate it with us and drank good wine. Seven. And Anne produced me some large print books. You know, I couldn't read. I couldn't write. You should see my writing. I was hallucinating. My mind was very strange. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know when John said, said goodbye and went to his room. I didn't know where that was in my own house. Andrea and Linda and Anne Kriegel. And, uh, Andrea and Linda are Livingstone's secret weapon for shopping and saving Jonathan's knees for Lance, who had our emergency buzzer in his house in case Jonathan had a heart attack. Well, that was possible, you know. I'd be lying there, and Jonathan had a heart attack, so I had a little buzzer to my neighbor. For Esty, is she not here? They aren't her. Whose frugal drops were like a whole meadow in my room, filling it with smells of the outdoors. I just had to open a drawer, and there was the meadow. Nature in a bottle. Very Lombard, who came? What would we have done without your visions and prophecies? And of course, as I'm very conscious of the wife of term, Cheryl and Norman and Jean Innes. Paddle! who not only brought fillet steak, but taught Jonathan how to cook it. So I would have iron, not have to take iron pills. He still, we'd have the odd fillet, hey, John? A very good cook of it. Margaret Clayburn, who, who, with Basato, her dog, she, she didn't come here much. She came daily, and I believe, and she at least once changed my nappy. And I cleaned up after, when I was unconscious, evidently, I made a mess. Athelie, who gave me Catherine Kuhlman book and big print on healing. Is Athelie not here? Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, Dr. Peter Warren, whose quiet, continuous appearance in the stick room always raised the level of the atmosphere. The doctor is coming. It's like a second coming, you know. 
Sometimes he arrived without a stethoscope and no batteries, but he came. <laughs> so thanks for Alan. No, no, thanks for Alison for letting him come. Because Alison stays at home and prays. He was our rock and kept us in touch with the other doctors. It was from him, it was him who declared the tide had turned and sent me to Amshlaga Rocks, a heart unit and uh, one of the best heart doctors, Dr. Dyer. I think Dr. Dyer pronounced me healed and I didn't need an operation on my heart before I couldn't have an operation because I was too weak. My kidneys had gone up from 10 to 40%. I've got to go back to him in March. So watch the space. He's expecting my kidneys to get better. Now, my getting better was very gingery and lots of mistakes. You know, I took two steps and fell exhausted into an armchair. And I was terrified. So I <laughs> managed to get to a shower and there's a little step up into the shower, but when I got there, Jonathan switched on the cold tap. <laughs> so I had a cold shower. And then when I did get to the loo, it was a raised loo, the whole top raised loo fell off and landed me on the floor. Anyway, then down the stairs. Now Jonathan had a phrase, this little thing, you can do it, Jane, you can do it. And all the carers and all the helpers and everybody else would say, Jane, you can do it, you can do it. And I came down the stairs. I now had to leave my house and step into the un unknown, moving house high on a stress table. But guess what? A branch of the body was there. No coincidences. The woman who did the hiring of apartments. Husband just happened to run an olive tree branch of the body. We just happened to get something off our rent. It just happens to be the old Hewlett Beach House estate. And all my relatives are very much there. Lots of balcons in the graveyard. So I thought I was coming home to my ancestors. Not that I care a damn. <laughs> but quite nice. <laughs> Shirley had got us a huge king-size bed so Jonathan could sleep with me and not... Because she thought I was going to spend the rest of my life in that bed. But it's got glass doors that I step out onto a parkland of grass where I walk barefoot on the dewy grass under indigenous trees. Where's my thorn, Jonathan? So th these, are, these are the trees. They, they, I think they're fever trees or something. But I actually walk barefoot, avoiding these. I, fe I feel it's a wake-up call. <laughs> it reminds me of the, re the price of my redemption, the, thorn of the crown of thorns. It reminds me that the earth is, is cursed, and this world is cursed, and Satan is alive and well. It reminds me that I mustn't be a thorn in Jonathan's side. And then as I walked, avoiding the thorns on my, my bare feet, I would bend down. I had, I had hiking sticks. 
to pull weeds. You know, I can't stand weeds. So I would use my knees and not my back. So I got tremendous exercise, um, bending down and pulling up weeds. And the birds that came to, rec- to, to welcome us. Uh, glass doors, you know, small play, housey, housey kind of house. Um, with t- t- help two days a week and she cooked a mean stew and we put it in the deep freeze. So uh, we just played housey house. Well, and, and Jonathan has a, a man cave, a wonderful man cave. Um, one of the birds that came was a crested barbet and would sit on, 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 the, on the veranda and we called him Stain, as in Dale Stain, crested barbet. Very like Dale Stain. I walk most mornings with bare feet on the dewy grass. I love the feel. I pull weeds. Da, 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 da. Um, I think we're on the last page. You might be glad to know. So uh, this business of looking at nature to remind us of God, it was very much what King David did in the wilderness with the Psalms. And so God became our rock and our door, and our shepherd. So what's lost, and and that's a lot, all my art stuff, all my, you know, Shirley Ann just came in and called a, a tip, and they put paper, which is very, very expensive, oil paints, which Mark Fisser had got to me. Thanks for selling our house. And, um, but what's lost is nothing to what's found. And all the death that ever was set against life would scarcely fill a cup. We worship in two branches. Freedom, where my exercise bunny jumps around. She's really been born again, Shirley Ann. And also at Anglican Church, we, we, we remember Jacqueline, brilliant preaching, brilliant organ. I enjoyed the organ with a, with a massive amplifier. Bah, bah, bah. And we sing all those old Wesley hymns and things. A bit of good preaching. And what's more, it starts at seven and finishes at eight. <laughs> yeah! They have a later one, but we go to the conservative one with all the old people. Um, if we calculate the nature of the world by what, by what we can explain, we end up living in a very small world. All we can say is, Lord, I thirst. Fill me with your life. And I just want to mention the mongoose. A whole troop of mongoose came, comes across my lawn. And one by one, they raptured. They disappear. Toop. Toop. And then I found this very small hole. Mommies, daddies, babies, aunties, uncles. Toop. Toop. And then I get up and wander around still at night. I looked out of the man cave window. And there looking at me was an enormous sort of furry uh, rodent type of animal. I just didn't know. And we eyeballed it each, each other. And um, uh, it, it, he, he, the, the, the 
animal walked slowly with great disdain away from me. Surely Anne thinks it might have been a cane rat. Okay. I'm finished. I'm finished. Oh, 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 sorry. Jonathan insists I keep saying thank I must say thank you. The theme of this service is giving thanks. As if I wouldn't. You know, you know, some things are not necessary to say. No, no. Many of you remember her at, at her birthday when she had Michelin tower, tower legs and all that. Uh, and uh, I, I can assure you, she is fully recovered. <laughs> She's always wanted to reorganize the world. She's reorganizing shortens. And uh, man alive. Yes, it's full of life. And we do, we do thank God for everything. And we're coming, we're coming to the table. I did like uh, the hymn we sang. It referred to creatures. We sang to creatures. You remember creatures? Creatures. And we're coming to the covenant table, and God made a covenant with the creatures, which is why they're in Noah's Ark. This is why they're there in, the, in Isaiah 11. In the, uh, in the new kingdom, because God is in covenant with the creatures. Every, everything. Uh, covenant keeping God, all about relationship and belonging. Uh, and when we were in the pre-service prayer meeting, the Spirit said to us, the essential thing is to have an eternal perspective. To be looking up, to be looking forward, to be expecting. The eternal perspective because we have eternal life and this table is a, a promise it links the past the present and the future we were reconciled yesterday we are justified today and we shall be glorified tomorrow it's difficult to talk about death because Jesus says those who believe in him will never die and, and uh, when we come to what Jane was talking about, the real thing, and, and the New American Revised Standard Version says, in, instead of saying eternal life, which all the other translations says, then we have life that is life. Eternal life is life that is life. And, and it's a gift. And we celebrate the gift. We have been given eternal life. And, and eternal life it's not less than now. It's better than now. We, we said fuller, greater, more. We sang it. Uh, and, and we're all moving towards the promise that we shall be released from this less to the more, from this limited to the unlimited, from the glass darkly face to face to the, to the fullness, from, from the unachieved to the... <laughs> the microphone. Yes. Right oh. Keep your mouth to the yes, that's right. But it's more. It's, it's more substantial. It's it's glory. The the songs today have been threaded with the word glory. Uh, and it's salvation. 
Justification, glorification. That's the process we're on. Uh, you know, uh, reconciled, uh, saved, reconciled, sanctified, glorified. We're, we're on the way to be glorified. Uh, and it's wonderful. I mean, the best thing that could happen to Athelie this week is that you could be glorified. And that for me too. That's wonderful to be glorified. What? It's not terrible when we're glorified. It's wonderful to be glorified. Alright. So, so disciples of Jesus, disciples of Jesus, they are, according to Paul, the disciples of Jesus, the true believers, we think about true believers, uh, uh, disciples of Jesus are always looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior. That's what we're looking for. It's the heavenly perspective. And there's going to be an election and, you know, and all that sort of thing. Uh, and, and taxes and uh, whatever. And, and we have, uh, we, we, we live in a tension between the now and the not yet. And there are blessings here for the now, but our perspective is in the not yet. Uh, and yes, there's healing here, there's comfort here, uh, there's a job here when there wasn't one yesterday, there's, there's grace and, uh, and from this table we feed on the now. But it's until he comes because the focus, the perspective is on the not yet. And we, we thank you for that hope, that glorious hope, that blessed hope. We have an expectation, we have an exhortation. So we don't say, when, when Athelie is glorified, oh, poor Athelie. They say, poor me, I'm left behind. What's not fair? <laughs> huh? it, it, it's wonderful. Those who live and believe in Jesus will never die. I didn't say it. He said so. Yeah. so. So let's get the right perspective. Let's have a heavenly perspective. We're looking up. We're people of hope. People who live on this planet without Jesus have no hope. That's why they take drugs, to get away from the horror of it all. Uh, I wonder if, just as another Thanksgiving, you could put uh, uh, David's picture up. This is my grandson, David. Now, uh, that's a story of Thanksgiving, because uh, when he was in grade 11 at Kersley, he was in the first 15 and he played 15 matches, he got his green scarf, and he was quite a hero at grade 11. At grade 12, he fell apart. He got hit by drugs, he got expelled. Uh, he swore at the vice principal, and he, he went wonky. And, and I've since heard of a number of young people aged between 18 and, say, 24, 25, who lose the plot entirely. Finito. Gone. And I've been surprised to hear how many uh, very talented, gifted young people lose the plot. And then they come down to earth at the age of about 25, apparently. <coughs> and uh, we give thanks for David. For that's not a chap who's uh, lost the plot. 
He's in the Royal Marines in England. And uh, he, he left Kersley. Uh, and they allowed him to take his matric. He got a very good matric. And, and then he went to Zimbabwe on a course called the Quest Course. It's a bush course. It's very tough. You have to live in the bush on your own. You have to kill a pig and eat it and all that sort of thing. And, and he did, he survived the quest course. And a lot of people don't finish it. And when he came back from Zimbabwe, uh, he, he was now feeling more self-confident. He didn't need drugs to sustain himself. He then went to Cape Town and went on a deep sea diving course. He's now qualified to weld pipes. You know, 50 feet down, whatever it is. And then he came back here and he went to Mozambique and he did a, a, a take tourists on diving course too. So he's now qualified to take tourists snorkeling, that sort of thing. And then he went to England and he's <coughs> training to be a Royal Marine. And uh, uh, that's not the face of someone who's lost his way. So we give thanks to God and those of you who've got senior teenagers and early 20s who've lost the plot, give thanks to God because they're coming back. They come back and get on course. Uh, and it's the Lord. It's the Lord who restores, who brings back. And we bathed him in prayer. Bathed him in prayer. Pray for him every day, the blessing of God. And so, <clears throat> there we are. Thanks very much. Uh, and... Uh, Yes. Uh, the tension between the now and the not yet. And uh, we live in this age and the age to come. This age started when God created the universe and it ends when he comes back. And the age to come started when Jesus was born and will never end. And, and, what? And, oh, yeah, well, Derek Morphew taught us all about this and, so the reason we're a bit confused is that we're not quite sure whether we're here or there <laughs> because our spirit is already our spirit is already seated in heavenly places in Christ our spirit's already gone ahead uh, because we were dead in sin now we're alive in Christ in our spirit but it, our soul is in a mixture between Sometimes our soul's operating in the spirit and sometimes it's operating in the flesh. Uh, and our body is yet to be, it's been, it's, it's redemption has been accomplished, but has not yet been applied until we're glorified. And so uh, the, there is this sense of <coughs> we, we can be high in the spirit, uh, and, and then we can be flat next day uh, because we're back relating to this age. And so it's, it's both and. There is a tension. And, and this table is a table of reassurance. It's a table of belonging. It's a, it's a table of access. You don't need to go through the pastor, you know. Pastor Alan, please pray for me. Your prayers will work. Mine don't. This is a table of personal access, and it's a, it's a table where there's a seating arrangement. I love it when you go to weddings, and there's a, there's a seating plan. 
and you, you go and, and look up on the board and your name is there on, on table number five. There it is. Well, your name's here. Right? We've got a place. Personal, immediate access. We don't need to go through a saint. We don't need to go through a priest. We don't need to go through anyone. Direct access as child to the Father, Abba, Father. And, and, and this breaking of bread reminds us as we, we, as we take the elements, the bread and the wine, <coughs> the body and the blood of Jesus inside, 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 right, thank you, right? Uh, uh, we are reminded that God lives inside of us. And, and we can take hold of the indwelling presence of God and release his word to the situation as has been happening with thanksgiving. And, and Alan and Mary Ellen are declaring the word of the Lord. And, and I thought that was a bit overhyped, but in actual fact, it's where the spirit is. The spirit is applying fervently the power of the word over against the reign of Satan. Satan is ruling this world for a short while longer. The, the headlines. Uh, and by the way, the creatures, you know, um, Mike, my father took us to, to Okavango. And, and Mike wanted to see animals on the kill. Well, in the new heavens and new earth, there are no predators. So uh, you better get and see. They're still killing them up in Okavanga. But uh, Isaiah 11, the tigers are all herbivores. So there it is. Uh, I I think it's time now uh, to my house church to to come round here. No, actually, I don't think I've got a house church. So, will the family come, come and take this bread? This is my body and this is my blood. It's the covenant. Every meal is a sacrament. Every meal is a covenant meal. And so, come forward now uh, with thanksgiving. Uh, some people call this the Eucharist. And the Eucharist means thanksgiving. And so this table is a table of thank you, Lord, for living inside of me.